The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. i got my co-host, T. Jackson. Terry Jackson, is that TJ? I'm here, love. How's it going? Oh, Terry, you know what? This is a new day for me. I, I'm revived and feel, you know, new. You know, I, I look at things and say, you know, you got to do things and, and strive and, and go forward and, and do what you do in life, you know? That's right. That's right, love. You got so it. I, I'm not looking back no more, you know. I'm, I'm moving on and, you know, things are going to be great for me, you know, and great for the show and everything else. Right on. That's it. I, well, I, we're going to have to apologize to your son, Terry Jackson Jr. He called in last week. And he had a question for us, you know, and um, it's about Michael Trap, Michael Crabtree. I can't say that name right. You know what he did when he held out, and all that. You know, we might want to touch on that a little, you know, because I like to get all my listeners, you know, feedback of what we say. You know, he held yeah. out like what we were talking about last week. You know, all these players are holding out, but it always seems that when these players hold out, when they come back, they play horrible. You know, they yeah. the, the contract and they do all this and that. Why is that? I don't know, or when they get a bigger contract, you know. Um, they go from making eight million a year to, you know, twenty million a year and then they have a horrible year. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a jinx is what it is. <clears throat> but when you start playing for the money instead of for the love of the game, stuff like that, you know, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it just seems it does sometimes, you know. Or, you know, you have a, a great year and you toward the end of your contract and and they offer you or make you the highest paid and, you know, running back or whatever your position is, and then that next year, you know, you just seem to have a, a fallback. I don't know why that is. doesn't happen for all of them, but some of them it does. Do you think that they get into this where they think that they come in, they don't play great, they get these big-time contracts that they want, but then you say, and I, I won't say it was you or Galen or, you you play that contract out, and then, you know, but like I kept telling you guys, when you have a contract, you play it out, you know, but then, you you know, you might not be able to play that great after that, you know? But why, But the question is, is why not? You know, I mean, or do you deserve that then? <laughs> if they're going to offer you an extension and a, and a bigger contract for more money, they're going to expect you to perform at that level. So you can't perform at that level and say, okay, now I've earned this, and now I want more, and then you end up getting more, and you go back down to that, you know, go go back below what you did before. Previously, that's not, uh, I mean, that's not worthy of, of, of no contract, <laughs> I don't think. Well, you know, Terry, we have a very interesting show. Each, actually, each one of our shows is interesting. Am I right, T? Yeah, they are. So we have a um, 
man, a former player that, you know, been there, playing Super Bowl is going to be calling in today. And we're going to ask him all these questions. You know, we're going to have uh, my guest, Dickie Wood, uh, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals running back, you know. So, man, we have so many questions for him today. You know, I'm excited about this. Actually, I'm excited every show, you know, just to sit down and uh, just be on the show, not even, you know, talking on the show, but, you know, me and you sit down and we used to go back and bark at each other every time, you know. Yeah. You know, I enjoy that. Now, uh, while we're talking about barking at each other, what do you think about the Miami Heat? Well, there you go. You always <laughs> want to bring up a bite, don't you? <laughs> you know, I'm so disappointed in, you know, the Miami Heat. And, um, I mean, not not the Miami Heat, but, you know, Oklahoma, I thought it would be a better um, thing. But, you know what? Miami's playing great. I got to give it to him. You know, LeBron is strongly showing. But I think Oklahoma is just a young team. What do you think? They are. They're young and they're inexperienced, and you can tell it toward the later uh, stages of the game um, with some of the mistakes that they're making. They're very talented. They're a very good team, and will be for a long time to come. But um, you know, you hear you hear other analysts, and, and and I think they're right when they say it's just LeBron's time. If you can uh, look back at the experience that that that, that he has gone through and, and, and his maturity and and everything. I think it's changed. I'm, I'm so tired, love. I'm tired of people talking about LeBron James and, and hating him for leaving or the not one, not two, not three. When you sit back and you look at the whole scheme of things, what was that? That was a pep rally for, for their fans and in their arena. Um, what's wrong with him saying that? You know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting the fans excited, getting them. It's not, everybody knows that you're not going to win seven championships. I mean, he don't probably got seven great more years in him. So for those things to be, you know, put upon him and labeled upon him, I think it's time that people see him for the type of player that he is. And he is one hell of a player. You know, Terry, we don't have a chance to get back and talk about it. You know, I like to, uh, like I spoke about earlier in the show, you know, a special guest coming on, you know, I to have him on the show, you know. I mean, I'm smiling right now uh, just to learn more about him and just to talk to him, you know. Um, played with the Cincinnati Bengals, um, fullback, you know, um, came out UNLV, um, rushed for over a thousand yards, 15 touchdowns. You know, I'm going to let him tell him about stuff because, you know, when I talk about somebody, you know, I just glow, and, you know, but I'd like to have all my audience and all the um, callers to uh, introduce Icky Woods. You there, Icky? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? How you doing, Icky? I got my co-host. Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing, doing good, today? bro. Just hanging in there, man. I can't complain. Well, well, one, I want to thank you for being on the show and just to sit back and talk and chat, you know. It, it's always good to talk with a former player. You know what I'm saying, Nicky? Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Well, you want to take a few minutes and tell the listeners out there a little bit about yourself, you know, where you came out of and all that, and get us a heads up before we start drilling you. Is that all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you tell them what college and all that you came out of, Icky? Oh, yeah. I went to UNLV. Well, by, out of Fresno. I'm originally from Fresno, California. Born and raised in Fresno, California. And was fortunate enough to uh, be able to play football and get myself a, a college scholarship to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, where I spent four years there, uh, uh, and uh, I guess they call it Sin City now. What happens in Vegas? Stay in Vegas, and and I was right around the time that Jerry Tarkanian and the Running Rebels was going on. So it was a real, real, real fun and exciting place to be, and uh, end up 
lead the nation in rushing my senior year and got drafted first player taken in the second round by the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, played with the Bengals for four years till injuries took me away from the game. And after that, just been working, you know, keeping food on the table and clothes on my kids' back. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be blessed with six lovely children. Uh, I got four grandchildren. Uh, I lost my uh, middle son to asthma about a year and a half ago, so we started a foundation in his name called the Javante Woods Foundation. And our main goal and purpose is to raise money for asthma research. Either If not to find a cure, find a better way to treat asthma because we've been treating asthma the same for the last 20 years. And it's the fastest-growing disease in America, but the least amount of money spent on either finding a cure or finding a better way to treat it. So that's uh, pretty much what I've been up to lately is uh, running his foundation. And I have a youth foundation that I work with, uh, inner-city kids here in the Ohio area, uh, put on football camps and uh, camping trips and take them fishing, some things that they don't get to do in the inner city. We try to open up their eyes to another another light. So uh, that's uh, pretty much what I do. You know, Icky, we got a lot of questions for you, but I don't want to take away. I was reading about you. So, um, later part of the show, I want to talk more about the awareness, what you're doing, with, you know, for that, you know. But I want to make sure to let you know that's more important than, you know, the questions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, so I want to sure. give you more time, you know, to talk about that. Let everybody know about you. Then we go into, you know, that about the awareness, what you're doing, because that's amazing because I read about it. You don't hear people talk about that. You know what I'm saying? The asthma, the awareness, you know? Right, right. Right. Now, you don't hear a lot of people talk about the uh, asthma thing. And before we uh, lost our son to asthma, you know, we thought we – knew everything there was to know about asthma, and, and we really didn't. You know, I didn't realize that after that happened to my son, we started doing some research and come to find out that 12 people a day die from asthma, you know, throughout the world. So it's, uh, so it's a, a, a vast, dangerous disease, very serious disease that we really don't have a hold on, and that's the main goal for our foundation is to raise money for asthma research so we can... Do some more research, like I said, if not to find a cure, find a better way to treat asthma or what, find out what triggers asthma and, and what, what asthma really is. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, we, we, we'll talk about that and you give us a heads up and the website to go to. Man. But, you know, Zicky, I'm, I'm so amazed and I just want to get out, you know, uh, your career. Just, I mean, there's so much I want to ask you. And, like, how is it, like, you know, for a young kid, coming up and, and just making it, just trying to just be there. What is what, what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them, you know, that, you know, their body is their their corporation, so they need to take care of their body. But the most important thing is to get yourself an education because uh, with the education, you can pretty much do anything. Uh, football is short-lived. You know, there is life after football, and you have to pre- prepare yourself for life after football. You know, football is a vehicle to – get you to a certain level, but you, you're always going to need your book smarts in order to get out in, into the world and, and fend for yourself. So the most important thing I tell kids nowadays is uh, education first, football second. Terry? Hey, Icky, this is Terry Jackson. Uh, nice to meet you. And I uh, just wanted to say well. I also read up on you and, and remember watching you as a young fellow. Uh, you know, growing up watching the Super Bowl and watching the Yankee Shuffle. Why don't you tell yes, us a little bit about how you uh, 
how you invented that dance for us. <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you, I uh, flew my uh, mom in for a game against the uh, against the Cleveland Browns, and uh, me and my two oldest kids at the time, which were five and two, we were up uh, listening to some music and up dancing and, and having a good old time. And I told my mom, I said, Mom, I score tomorrow. This is what I'm going to do. And she's like, boy, you better not do that. And it actually started <laughs> off where I just jumped and moved my hands from side to side in between my legs with the football. And the first time I did it, uh, Ricky Dixon, who was our first-round draft choice that year, he was uh, – he was like, Woods, what was that, man? I said, Rick, that was my celebration dance. He was like, oh, man, that thing was whack, man. That thing was whack. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, man, that was whack. I said, well, what do you think I should do, Rick? You think I should put some steps to it? He was like, yeah, 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 put some steps to it. So the whole thing I was thinking, what can I do, what can I do? I couldn't really come up with nothing. And then five minutes before it was time to go out and get warmed up for the game, it just hit me. I was like, Rick, 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 check this out, bro. This is what I'm going to do when I score. I'm going to go one, two, three to the right, one, two, three to the left, one, two, three back to the right, bro, and I'm going to hop back three times. And... Like, oh, yeah, it, man, that's going to be live. That's going to be live. But I tell everybody, I just, I was just fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time. We were winning ball games and made it to the Super Bowl that year, and, and I think that's that's actually what – uh, help the icky shuffle take off. If I was on a losing team and we wouldn't win in ball games, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have caught on the way it did. So I was just fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time. Well, if you won, I say I did the cabbage patch, and I thought my cabbage patch was bad. But that dance we had, we'll talk about that later, right, Icky? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, but, for sure. But you know, growing up too, like Terry was saying, and I looked at the dance. I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, that is something that you do and, and you're respected by, you know. One, you're respected by your talent on and, and off the field. And then your dance, you know, that that's something that you can look back and, you know, be proud of, Vicky. So I want to say hats off to you for that, you know. Oh, well, I appreciate that, brother. I really do. Another thing, Vicky, you know, and I've been in the league, you know, I played two years, and um, I got hurt and I couldn't play no more. Tell the listeners out there how it is when you get hurt. And like I say, you got to realize your career is over with. How painful that is. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's real painful not being able to do the, do the thing that you love to do, something that you've worked on ever since you was a was a little kid, you know, dreaming, uh, playing the big leagues, making it to the ultimate mecca of the uh, football arena is the, you know, professional football league. And, and then uh, dreaming to playing the Super Bowl, and I was fortunate enough to be one of the guys who were able to play in that game. We didn't win, but, you know, we were, I was fortunate enough to to be able to, to play in that game because there's a lot of guys who play the game and never get a chance to make it. So I was fortunate in, in that aspect. And then, you know, once you uh, realize you can't do the things that you used to do, and that's, that's why I say education is so important, nowadays to the kids uh, is because is there is life after football. Like you said, you were only able to play two years, and the average span on a on an NFL player is four years. So, you know, you, the guys got to, you know, get an education. Kids got to get an education so they'll have something to fall back on when the football career is over. Hey, Nicky, it's Terry again. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about that Super Bowl year and, uh, uh, the year leading up to it and, and your experience uh, being able to attend and play in the Super Bowl? 
Well, it, it was a fun year, Terry. We uh, we started off and uh, it started kind of in training camp. Uh, I know the year before the guys went through a lot of turmoil. They were four and twelve, and they had some racial issues on the team where the black guys and the white guys were, you know, feuding with each other. So Sam uh, did something that that year that I came in is he roomed the. Uh, white player with a black player and an offensive player with a defensive player so uh we kind of got to got to know each other and and I think that was we we became a team that way and once we got in the camp you know our guys were you know talking to each other and then as the season started you know we started 6 and 0 that season and we won a, a few games the defense won a few ball games for us early to you know keep us at the 6 and 0 and then we we dropped a game here and there, but uh, we never lost two in a row, and uh, we never lost at home. So that I think that was one thing that that helped us out. And once we uh, gained home field advantage throughout the playoffs, you know, we win two games, we're in the Super Bowl, and we were fortunate enough not to lose at home. So that that helped us uh, in our quest to make it to the Super Bowl, and we uh, we get to the Super Bowl, and leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh, great, you know. So, like I said, uh, the, the 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 top of the uh, NFL ranks, you make it to the biggest game ever in in football is the uh, Super Bowl. So, we get there, and you know, we have the incident the night before the Super Bowl with Stanley Wilson, which really hurt us. And then we, you know, we kind of lost Crumry early in the game, first quarter. But you know, um, had had a couple of plays that went went against us, but we. We still had the game in hand, you know, with three minutes left. We were up three, and and then the old dreaded prevent defense prevented us from winning the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, that was the uh, choice that the coaches made that a lot of the players didn't agree with. You know, we had pressure on Montana for 57 minutes. In the last three minutes, we want to go to a prevent defense and let this guy just sit back in the pocket and, and pick us apart, and that's, and that's what he did. Yeah, you know, you know, if you uh, we're gonna do, we'll take a break. We'll come back. I want you to kind of like um, size. I mean, tell everybody what it is about Super Bowl because a regular season game is different from a Super Bowl. So kind of get everybody to measure up because I go to Super Bowl every year now, and like uh, the fans don't see it. What you see, you know, like preparing and the fan, the atmosphere and getting to know your place. So when we come back from break, just kind of give um people, you know, what it is a week of the Super Bowl. So. This is James Lovin, host of Lovin' That Sports Talk, my co-host, um, Terry Jackson, TJ, and our special guest, Icky Wood, former Cincinnati Bengals, the Icky Shuffle. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We 
be some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're hooked up with loving that sports talk James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. I'm my co-host, Terry Jackson, TJ. You there, T? I'm here, love. And we got a special guest, you know, like I said, you know, it's an honor to have him. Icky Woods from the Cincinnati Bingo, the very Icky Shuffle. You still there, Icky? Yeah, I'm still here, brother. Still here. Icky, and we got another caller that called in and be asking questions and been online. A former teammate around the University of Wyoming, Eric Love. You there, Eric? Yes, I am. How you guys doing today? Good. All right, pretty good. Very good. Well, Icky, you know, before we went to break, Eric, you know, Terry was talking about, you know, Super Bowl. You want Icky to give us a size up, you know, about the week of preparing for that. But also, after that, you know, we're going to throw in some, you know, start getting down to what we really, you know, a serious thing. And everything's serious, but, you know, the awareness of asthma and the awareness of, like, what it is that people understand and how it can help you, you know, and, and hurt you if you don't know about it in the same sport that in the world. You know, like Terry Finn's son has it. You know, my wife has it really bad. You know, I never thought it was that bad, you know, until I'm starting to get it from you. So I have to apologize, sir. And like Terry, you know, said, his son has it. So if you tell us about the Super Bowl side that up and you guys had questions from, shoot away, guys. Oh, well, you know, the, 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 well, when I went through, it was, uh, it is now again, uh, you get two weeks. Uh, so the first week I was able to, uh, go home and, and Go back to my hometown and and visit, and everybody knew we were on our way to the Super Bowl. So you got to you know you go home and 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 hang out with your family. And the week of the Super Bowl, you get down there, and uh, first couple of days, you know you're having fun. You got media day, and it's just uh, you know it's like I said, it's it's the mecca of football. So everything is is blown up. You know you got Radio Row, 
down there, and like you say, you go to the Super Bowl every year. I do too. I go to the Super Bowl every year myself, but I don't normally go for the game. I normally go for the festivities right. and the activities and things that they have <laughs> going on during the Super Bowl. So, so it's a it's a fun time, uh, the fun week leading up to the Super Bowl, and then you know, then getting into the game and you know all the hoopla before the game. And but it, it's it really is, once the game starts, it really is just another game. So you get in there and you, and you know, you're not thinking about it's a Super Bowl game. What you're concentrating on is your assignments, what you got to do in the game, uh, what, what plays you run against this defense, against that defense. So you get back into the, uh, the, the, the mental aspect of the game and, and, and get ready for it. But, but the week leading up to, the Super Bowl, man, it's just amazing. If you hadn't experienced it as a fan or anything like that, if you get a chance, you may want to go and go down and, and check it out because it's uh, it's it's a wonderful opportunity to get to get to meet people and just you know communicate and network, and it's just a great week altogether. Eric, Terry, go ahead, Eric. Oh, uh, all right. How you guys doing? All right, uh, I guess um, my question is for Icky. I, I tuned in late. I'm sorry. Uh, my question would be, uh, you talk about the hoopla and, and all the festivities. What, um, like, as far as the players, is it, like, special things, like the special dinners? Are you guys, like, getting paid to go to dinners? Or are you doing, like, events that are sponsored by either the team or the NFL or – by your shoe company, how does stuff like that work? Well, they the, the the players themselves that are in the Super Bowl normally are not doing a whole lot, but then you have players that come out for the Super Bowl and do a couple of appearances, get a couple of paid appearances and things like that. But most of the guys who are there for the Super Bowl, they really don't have a lot of free time. Um to do things because you got meetings during the day and then you got practice then you got media day so they really don't have a a lot of free time they got a little bit of free time so in in that free time they may do a uh an a guest appearance or something like that so there is some some ways for uh for uh guys to uh go out and have some fun and and and, and make a little money in the process well it is Terry again how how much practice, you know, were, were you able to? How, how much time did you have to really actually prepare for, you know, for the team that you're going to play in the Super Bowl and with all that going down there? And wasn't it kind of difficult to, you know, to get everybody settled down? Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, not really, you know, Terry, because you, cause, cause you know you, you're there for a job. You know, all the everything else is a lot of fun, but you know you're there. Your main reason for being there is to play in the Super Bowl and try to win the game. So uh-huh. so everything stays the same as if you were in a regular season. You know, you got practice, you know, practice for two hours. You got meetings for an hour and a half. Uh, you got dinner. You know, you, you, you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. And, you know, they give you a few hours to go out and have fun. But you got certain places you got to be at certain time, and you'll get an itinerary. They give you all that. They give you all your itineraries, where you need to be at a certain time. And 
And you know as well as I do, if you're not there on time, you're gonna get fined. So, <laughs> so you try not, you try not to go down there and lose money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to, you don't want to be out there and not, not make curfew or or not show up for for the game, which we, you know, had had a couple of players doing these uh, few years back. You know, and it's it's on the, and then, you know that's one thing that I just could not understand. You know. You guys, you you make it to the, the the mecca of football, the Super Bowl, and you let you know something take control of you. Where you you know you don't make it to the game, or you have something happen to you night before the game that takes you away from the game, and and it's uh you know and it's and it's it's crazy, but it happens. We we see it all the time, you know. Hey, you guys, was, was that one of your guys that? Uh... Just disappeared. Everything was fine, and everything was going okay. And then the night before the game, he just disappeared, and he had some kind no, of. Uh, well, he, that was the Raiders. No, right here. He, he didn't have no, the Raiders with the Raiders. The guy who disappeared, yeah. but our guy, he just had a relapse. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Stanley Wilson. Right. Yeah, he had a relapse, but he. I'm the one always thought the controversy on the show, so I guess why they threw me at the O. You know. Yeah. I argue with Terry all the time. Then sometimes love Eric agree with me, but you said it's just another game. Um, explain that because I don't see how it could be just another game because this is all the marvel. This is the Super Bowl with everybody watching. Then if you make a mistake, that could be that one mistake that you say you lost the game. So look at um Wesley Walker last. You know they, you know what I'm saying that he dropped that pass. You know what I'm saying. So it's just not another record well, you, game. You, you know, you, 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 you know, you know, it's the Super Bowl, but you know, when you know, as a player, when you get into the game, it's just another game. You know, you're going out there and you're trying to execute. You're not going into it saying, "Oh man, it's Super Bowl." Oh man, it's Super Bowl. Every time you think about it, you're thinking it's the Super Bowl. You're going in there. You're going in there with the same approach that you approach every game with, and that's to get in there and 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 do your job. You know, make 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 the block or, or make the run or make the catch. You know, it's just it's another football game. Yeah, it's the Mecca. It's the biggest game of probably your whole career, but you still got to go into it with the mentality that it's, it's, it's just it's another football game. You know, you got you got to get out there and you got to execute. If you can, if you go out every play thinking, man, I'm in the Super Bowl, man, I'm in the Super Bowl. You know, it's that 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 wears and tears on you. So you just you got to treat it like another game, even though it is one of the biggest games of your life. So basically, what I'm hearing from you is saying you as a player have to go in and say, you know, it's just another game, but. In reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is the biggest yeah, that's, game. That's coming, if you make yeah, that's mistake, coming right? from a player's perspective, right. Yeah, it's just another football game, you know, and that's and that's what you know, and that and that's what the coaches was preaching the whole week. You know, hey guys, it's the biggest game of our lives, but you gotta understand it's just another football game. We gotta go out and execute. We gotta you know, we gotta cross our eyes, uh, cross our T's and dot our eyes. We gotta make sure we get everything done, you know. And I guess like, um, what you're saying is that you don't wanna let the moment overshadow everything else because you, you concentrate on, on, on what it is really the moment and then you you know you end up making a lot of mistakes. Right, right. So you just you want just want to go into it and treat it as another football game because you know in actuality that's what it is. But I don't know, I don't know, Icky, but why do so many guys seem to fail at this? The, the person like you know, like 
we were talking about LeBron and the champ of the chip game. He always don't come through. Or a football player that make that, that don't make that catch that you make normally to the regular season. Why does that always seem to happen? Well, because they're human. They're <laughs> 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 human, brother. You know, that's just human nature, man. Things happen in, in, in big situations, man. You know, and then and then you get some guys who, you know, the whole year didn't do nothing, but in the big game they shine, you know. So you never know. And Chris Berman said it best, brother. That's why we play the game. Yeah. Best team, yeah. best team, and best people don't always win, you know. So that's that's why we play the game. That's well, funny you said that. You. Why you still on LeBron? You always man. Know always why why you still talking about boy LeBron? That shines in the big game, you know. Like get off get last night for uh, you know the Heat, that that guard that never played shine, and then look at in you know football player to come and catch a winning pass to get the you know what I'm saying? Always that player, right? Right, so always, always somebody who, who gets a chance to shine, you know, like like that old adage says, uh, always be ready. You never know when your time is going to come, you know. Yeah. So you got you got to prepare like you started because you never know when, when they're going to call your number. And when they call your number, you got to be prepared and ready to go. Eric, Terry. Eric, go ahead. Oh, I'm out. I have a question. I don't know if you guys already addressed it or, or just would like to hear from Icky about something. This is Eric. On the whole concussion thing, everything about the concussion and the direction the NFL is going, if you could help me out with something. It seems like the NFL, the direction they're trying to go, to me, it's, it's almost like flag footballish. Because I've always said, and, and, and I always laugh at James about this one, is that I play defense. I've always said the athletes are on defense. And so it seems like they're trying to curtail the guys. Am I laughing defense. at that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't let that go, Icky. Don't let him say that, Icky. <laughs> you don't all be a funny. on defense. Huh? Okay. We're going to roll with that one right now. <laughs> right. But, but no, but it, you know what it seems like? You know, they're trying to, you know, trying to slow down the defense. To make more production on offense. What well, do you they, think about you know, that? They, 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 they may be, but what the NFL is trying to do is because you know they got this this lawsuit, this concussion lawsuit out, man, and right. and it's been you know, and it's been documented that you know for years people have been telling the NFL that you know these these vicious hits to the head and these that these guys are are taking a, is doing damage to guys and you know they didn't want to listen for a long time and you know now that these lawsuits is coming out and you know it's it's about ready to hit the fan they want to try to critique it which you know you know it's like you said it ain't it ain't football like like we know football you know we growed up when when football you was out there trying to tear somebody's head off you know whether you was on offense or defense you know right you was out there trying trying to get it done so uh, you know, with the new rules they got in now, you know, I, I guess I'm I'm a little glad that they're trying to protect these guys now, man. Because you, as you know, some of the older guys that came through, man, they're 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 not well off at all, you know. So I agree. hopefully, yeah, hopefully they can, you know, and hopefully they can try to, you know, I don't know if they're gonna be able to tame it, but you know, yeah, it, ha- it has become a softer game, so. Hey, Icky, this is Terry. I've got a two-part question for you. Um, yeah. Can you tell me that 
you, you played in what, 89, 88, 89, 91. Was the game, has the game become faster now? And were you guys taking those kind of hits that these guys are taking now? And my other part is, are the schemes of, uh, uh, of the defense, is, or the offensive schemes and the defensive schemes, are, are, is that what's causing this? Is the game quicker and faster? And yeah, you know, games are a lot. The games are a lot faster, and the guys are a lot bigger. <laughs> you got, you know, you got you got three hundred pounders, man, running four fives, four sixes, man. That's you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight moving real fast, you know. So so guys, guys are are moving a lot faster. They're a lot bigger. So the so the con- so the collisions are a lot more, seem a lot more vicious as long as, you know, they're not going to the head. But, you know, any time you get a big object moving that fast, running into another big object, man, it's going to be a collision. So, so they're, uh, they're moving a lot, moving a lot faster. They're getting a lot bigger. And so, uh, yeah, from when I played, the game has got a lot faster, yes. Uh-huh. So, so what we're going to do is uh, we're supposed to break it through. We're going to go break now. That way we get a little more time on our last segment. But, Hickey, you know, when you come back, we'd like to you to talk about, you know, a bit more about the concussion. And then, please, let Eric know that athletes are on offense, too. Please address that, too. <laughs> you know, but then we definitely want you to talk about the asthma awareness. So, but please, if you right. let Eric know, athletes are on the offense, too, you know. I don't think that's Eric. So, you know. <laughs> right, Hickey? There you go, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he got that one from, but you know who else is. Hey, whatever. Terry, you still hey, I'm going to give it to Icky because he had a sample, but hey, that's one. <laughs> 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 so, T, you say all the athletes on defense, huh? <laughs> hey, man. Icky, go. I'm going to double go. You laugh, Icky. <laughs> hey, I told you I'm, I'm going to give Icky his due, but that's one. Flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Love back at the show. We have our guest, Nikki Woods, former of the Cincinnati Bengals, host Terry Jackson. We have a call-in guest, Eric Glover. You there, Icky, still? Yeah, I'm still here. Well, Eric is still here. Since we got all our laughter out, you know, I love Eric to death, but you know. Thanks a lot, So, Icky, well, you know, this is our last segment. You know, one, we want you to get out there. And talk about like um Terry was saying his son had asthma, you know, like I said, my wife had it. I didn't know it was that serious and you see all these coaches out there pushing these kids and they don't know how serious this is. Can you explain it to us? Yeah, well we we uh we we can't explain it but what what we're trying to do as well, uh with the foundation is um start doing some coaching clinics and uh uh, let let the coaches know uh, some signs of asthma, what, what what to look for in a child who may have asthma, because you know as because uh, I used to do a lot of coaching as well uh, when my son was coming up, and you know I, I knew some of the symptoms of asthma, but you know you may have some coaches who really don't know, and the kid may be you know lagging behind 
or he may be having trouble breathing and the, you know, and our, our, the coaching mentality is to call him a slacker or make him run extra because he can't keep up with everybody and, and that may not, you know, it may not be no fault to him because he's struggling with asthma. So, so we're trying to, through the foundation, trying to put together some camps and some coaching clinics and things like that to, uh, try to educate people on uh, the signs of asthma, you know, the seriousness of asthma, and you know, and and just trying to help them out. Hey, Icky, this is Terry Jackson. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but not only do you suffer physically from asthma, but if you've had an asthma attack or a number of asthma attacks, you're also worried about it mentally as well. Am I, am I correct? Oh, yeah. in that? Oh, correct. That's very correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially especially if you're the one who who's dealing with asthma, you know. It's uh like I said, uh my son uh, was diagnosed when he was 2, so we uh we we dealt with it for uh, a long time and uh actually are still deal- dealing with it through the foundation on trying to help, you know, other people not go through the pain and suffering that we went through on losing a a loved one to asthma and Unbeknownst to uh, me and his mom, he had checked yes on his driving permit that he wanted to be the organ donor, and uh, he was able to save four lives with his organs and help countless others with his tissue. So we're we're very proud of that, and that's a, another piece to our foundation where we uh, go out to schools and um, try to encourage the kids that are getting to that driving age to uh, to mark yes on their driving permit that they want to be organ donors. Icky, before we lose time, I don't know, I know we still got a little more time, but can you get out there right now, um, your foundation, the website everybody go to? You know, I want to make sure everybody get that out while we talk to them. Jovante, J-O-V-A-N-T-E, Jovante Woods Foundation.org. And again, that's J-O-V-A-N-T-E, Woods Foundation. Dot org. You know, so all the listeners and all that know where you know where they can go. You know. Yeah, yeah, and we uh, we accept all any type of donation you wanna you wanna give to the foundation. We we're definitely gonna put it to good use, and definitely uh, we are also starting the endowment with Children's Hospital down here, uh, the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. We started an endowment in his name, so we're so we're uh, gearing up to ho- hopefully uh, get this money, so we can do some research. And like I said, if not to find a cure, at least find a better way to treat asthma or find out what triggers asthma. And uh, you know, I had a chance to go down to uh, Washington D.C. to go to Capitol Hill to. Uh, fight the big lobbyists uh, about the clean air bill. We had a, a bunch of uh, big uh, industrial uh, people down in Ohio and Indiana area trying to do away with the clean air bill. But what they, they don't understand is uh, that's what affects asthma the most is, is the air quality. So so we went down there and, and, and put up a good fight and was able to keep that clean. So that was uh, that was something that was good for us. Dickie, a question: Do you think you know relate to the asthma and everything with concussion and all that? That nowadays, sports do like coaches and teams really care about 
uh, the well-being of a player, you know, are we looking at just win the game and what all it takes? Can you, you know, give me your opinion on that? Well, you know, back back in the day, it was that that's what it was all about. It was about winning ball games and and that type of thing. But but you know, nowadays um, life is more important than winning ball games. So you know, and that's the, you know that's that's the way I look at it. And 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 a lot of other uh, people are starting to look at it that way, uh, like the uh, like the NFL. You know, with the, with the concussions and everything, they're trying to do everything in their power now. To keep guys from getting concussions, you know when we play, you know you got a concussion, bro. They put a little smell of salt under your nose. You shook your head a couple of times, and they threw up how ask how many fingers they got up. As long as you said two, you were good. You know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know the magic number was two. It didn't matter what happened. They gonna hold up two fingers. You just say two, bro. You you know you the next play you back in the game. You know your your head is still a little little woozy, and you know, but you out there trying to trying to get it in. You know, but but the nowadays with the test that they got now, you know, if you if you suffer concussion early in the game, you're you're probably done for the game. You know, so and you may be done for two three more weeks because they got so so many rigorous tests that you got to get by to get out there and play, you know, and, that, and and that's understandable, you know, because we're, you know, losing a, a lot of guys to this to these head traumas, not losing life, but losing them, you know, losing careers to to the head traumas. And so, Iggy, this is Terry again. What what do you say to the people that uh, that say that the NFL is taking away, you know, the the joy, the fun, the excitement of the game? By trying to curb these to things, put a damn um, uniform on, get their ass out there, and see what it's like. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that you know that though. You know what, Terry? That's the only way to explain that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know right. that, that they can't understand the the safety precautions that the uh, that the NFL is taking, and that you know trying to protect these guys. Then you know they they should put on a uniform. And go out there and, and, and see what it's like because it's, you know, when you, when you take a hit like that, not, not only is that career threatening, that's life threatening as well. Absolutely. You know, and, and, finding and, that out. and we, yeah, and we, and we, and we take that on knowing that, but you gotta understand that, you know, they're trying to do things to prevent, you know, the, the life threatening and the career threatening injuries, you know, which is understandable. You know, you know, Icky, I got to cut in on you because maybe Eric can help me with this one. You still there, Eric? Yeah, I'm still here. Well, Eric, well, I kind of get what Eric's saying. The defense out there that ripped off as a player head. You got two type of people. Uh, I don't think Eric was saying defense offensive players are not more um, athletic, but what he was saying is like their physique and things are different than a defense. A defense player out there to rip your head to hurt you to get you out. Am I right, Eric? And that's how they play, to hurt you get you out. But well, the, well, nobody's NFL, taking that away from the game. Icky, do you agree? Nobody what? The NFL is taking that away from the defensive player to hit hard and knock you out and play hard the game. And then the offensive players like that, you know, I'm not saying so, a receiver, you know, don't want to get hit hard. You know, I got to admit, they, they are tying the defense hands a little bit. You know, because, you know, when when you're a defensive player, you know, even from the time you're in Little League, 
on defense, you're taught to hit somebody in the mouth, you know, and that's the and that's the bottom line. You get out there and you hit them, you hit them hard, and you keep hitting them, and you hit them again, and you hit them hard, and you keep hitting them, and that and, and that was ingrained into a defensive football player. Offensive players is ingrained a little different. You know, their their whole objective is to get away from a defensive player and get down the field and, 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 and score a touchdown. So the, the mentality of an offensive player and a defensive player is different. They approach the game a lot different, you know. And, 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 and yeah, they have taken a little bit away from the defensive players. But like I said, with these concussions and lawsuits going on, you know, the NFL is trying to protect their butt as well, you know. Hey, this is this is Eric. And when, when I talk about ab- being an athlete on defense and offense, I'm being funny because I know it always strikes a nerve or a core with people. But as a defender, you, you're not out there to hurt nobody. You're out there to do a job. You know, yeah, like you right. guys said, from, sure. from childhood, you're taught to play aggressive on defense. Right. I don't want to say on offense you're taught to be passive. But you're taught to protect and to drive. So you're looking right, at two different right. mindsets. You're looking at different, different mindsets mode, and different right. individuals. You know, but but my point is what I what I was trying to say is like what I agree with all the concussion stuff that's going on, you know, but for me still I still think the game has just made a turn. And and because of the lawsuit, it should make a turn. Because like you said, right. back in the day, if if you couldn't see them two fingers you was you was going back in the game regardless, glory vision or not, and I still think there's ways around those two figures. Right. I see guys on the sidelines today, and I know they shouldn't be in the game. Or you see them right. in that post-game interview talking, and you know it's like somebody got their hand up their ass. They're like, yeah, it was a good game. And right, right, right. You know? And then next week, see, and next week they're back again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's... It's, it's it's just like you know, and and I still think you guys are you know. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nicky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, defense, huh? <laughs> well, they, they say it with championships. That's what they say. <laughs> hey, Nicky, hey, we got three minutes left. Let's get about your window. website, please. Um, talk about that defense and offense stuff, please. Go ahead, take it out, Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. New England against the Giants. <laughs> say again. I said, ask New England when they had Tom Brady and all them, and the, they came up against Eli and the Giants. It wasn't Eli that won the Super Bowl. It was that right, 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 right. You right, you right. Was, you know, if you if you if you held Tom Brady to seventeen points and your offense didn't put no points on the board, you deserved to lose. You know, so they 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 did it to him twice actually. Well, New England, I don't think New England should even made the Super Bowl horrible as their defense was. Yeah, I agree totally. Yeah, but they 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 made it though, so you got to give them their credit though. But you know, yeah, but the the, the defense defense they say defense win championships, man. So you know, if you don't have too much love, I like to give you know the website your foundation and plus we can get you back on another week about Tebow. We would love it. But go ahead and talk about um, your organization and the asthma thing and what you doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, uh, you know, it's the Devontae Woods Foundation. Uh, dot org and and that's uh, and, and what we do is we uh, raise 
for asthma research, asthma education, organ donation, and uh, or organ education as well. And then we have a educational piece to our foundation. Uh, my son was a straight A student, so what we do is we have a scholarship that we give away each year to a deserving young man and young lady. It's called the Javante Woods 3.8 to Be Great Scholarship. So. You have to not only excel in the in, in on the field or in in your sports activity. You have to excel in the classroom as well to qualify for the for the scholarship. So that's uh that's what our foundation do. And you know we've been we've been at it a year and a half now, and we're we're, we're looking forward to getting some more things done. We got a black tie dinner uh, September 29th. We got Jerome better speaking at that. And then we have a uh, uh, walk run October 13th. So we got a lot of a lot of things going going down, trying to trying to get these things up and going. Blake, I would love to thank you for being on the show, and you know I'll be getting in touch with you not only just to get on the show, but to find out more about the, you know how we can help and do things. And, okay, you know, I appreciate you know, the, any, any, the any help we can get, brother. On the show. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. This is Terry Jackson. I just want to thank you for being on and appreciate all the work that you do. Hey, Terry. Thanks for having me, brother. You guys have a blessed and wonderful day. This is James Love, another one of the Sports Show, and next week, tune in again. We'll be back. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.